News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. I am Mark Espin. This is On the Mark, brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area. Go visit them at 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you faith family giving back you can follow me get involved with the conversation on twitter at mark hespin m-a-r-k-h-e-s-p-e-n same thing on instagram if you care to follow me there as well uh what a what a show we got for you today i'm very excited about this i'm going to set the record straight on some things uh hopefully uh we got a lot of nba news it's exciting time in the nba is they're getting ready for their season to uh tip on off um, also, uh, you know, obviously a, a full week 11 NFL preview like we've been doing uh, for the past couple uh, weeks here in the NFL season. Getting my thoughts on all the uh, games ahead. Some big games this weekend. Green Bay, Indianapolis, uh, Kansas City, and uh, uh, the Raiders. Uh, some other big matchups as well. Uh, and, of course, uh, we will look at the college football slate. I'll have some thoughts at the end of the show uh, of how the uh, Chicago Bears have broken my brain. And, uh, and you know, as always, we'll just get it started with uh, the biggest thing, in my opinion, Hespin headline number one. Hespin's headlines on the mark. The NFL MVP cannot become the NBA MVP. And uh, that may sound confusing. But let me lay it out for you. The NBA M- MVP has just become, in the past 10 years, just about storylines. Just storylines. It's embarrassing. We're going to look back in 20, 30 years from now and go, you know what, that's pretty embarrassing that LeBron James only has four MVPs. He was the best player in the league for, well, now 15 years, it seems like it could be longer. He always got four MVPs. The word valuable throws us off a lot, right? It should really just be called, who's the best player? Who's the, who's the best player? That guy. We all know, like, that guy is the best player. And maybe for a season, someone can be maybe the best player for a season. But overall, if you just call it the best player award, which I think in a lot of ways, if you don't confuse valuable, you'll realize the best player is the most valuable we won't screw this up as much. But the NBA MVP, you know, we're getting a lot of this Westbrook, oh, triple-double, triple-double, triple-double. Harden, look at all those numbers Harden's doing in the West. And you're starting to embarrass ourselves, right? And Giannis, so okay, Giannis is, is great. And, yeah, he, he, he was getting the, the, the one seed in the East. We're starting to realize, though, like, Giannis is limited. Giannis isn't the best player. He's great. He is a freak. It's fun to watch, but back-to-back MVPs for Giannis. LeBron James is still the best player in the NBA, one of the oldest players in the NBA, and it's all about storylines, right? Now, I, I'm not—you notice in that I didn't bring up KD and I didn't bring up Steph, who've won MVPs 
during LeBron's time. And even Derrick Rose, and I'm a Bulls guy, and, and I love Derrick Rose, and I thought he was great that MVP season, but he wasn't a better player than LeBron James that year. LeBron had ridiculous numbers that year, better numbers than Derrick. But Derrick was a great storyline. Young kid, leading the Bulls, one seed, high-flying. We can't let the NFL MVP become the NBA MVP, where it's just about storylines. You just can't let it happen. Can't let it happen. And we're already hearing, and why I'm frustrated by this is we're already hearing these storylines all year long, right? Where Oh, Kyler Murray, Kyler, Kyler Murray. Look at his numbers. They're better than Lamar Jackson's through his MVP campaign last year. Well, in a lot of ways, we overreacted to Lamar Jackson. Let's not just give Kyler Murray an MVP because he's got better numbers than Lamar Jackson the year that Lamar Jackson won the MVP. All that's saying for us is what we should say, and I guess I'm technically a part of it in the media. I don't have an MVP vote. But let's take a breath. Let's take a breath. When you ask me right now who's the NFL MVP, and I will say it resoundedly, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes. It should be Patrick Mahomes. Now you're going to say, Mark, you're being hypocritical because you drove the Russell Wilson train. And I did. And I do think Russell Wilson uh, deserves to be in that conversation, just like I didn't bring up Steph and KD's MVPs during the LeBron James era. Because even though Patrick Mahomes, like LeBron James, is the best player in the league and therefore the most valuable, there's going to be times where it's like, no, no, those guys are also historically great and deserve some recognition. Russell Wilson, if he doesn't get an MVP in his career, a lot like Drew Brees did not getting an MVP in his career, it's going to be a shame. That's going to be one of those we look back and we're like, we screwed that up somewhere. We screwed that up somewhere. There had to be a year where Russell, career year, deserved the MVP. And it, and it certainly could be this year, especially, I think, because of what Russell Wilson is carrying. We watched it on Thursday night. He's carrying a bad, bad team right now. And if he wins the NFC West, which is the best division in football, and if he gets a two-seed in the NFC, or heck, a one-seed in the NFC, with that roster, then yeah, Russell Wilson should be the MVP. But let's not mistake it, too, we we can't we also don't want to look back at our career and go, wait, how does Patrick Mahomes only have two MVPs? If he continues on the trajectory he goes. So it's a it's a, it's a checks and balances, but we cannot let the NFL MVP become the MV, NBA MVP, where we're just looking for flash and storylines. Luca, ooh, Luca. Take a breath, take a breath, take a breath. Okay. It's getting a little embarrassing, and I'll go through the numbers. And the and the reason I don't want the NFL MVP to be to fall in this is because we're starting now to see a pattern in the NFL. Through the '60s, Jim Brown won three MVPs. He deserved it. He's the, one of the all time greatest players. Johnny Unitas through the '60s dominated MVPs. He won three, deserved it. Johnny Unitas. And then you get into the '70s and '80s, and you get all time greats winning multiple MVPs. Walter Payton won two. Ken Stabler won two. OJ, we don't like to talk about it, but he won two, deservedly two. So, Jerry Rice won two through the 80s. Steve Young won two. Brett Favre won three. Into the transition 90s to the 2000s, Kurt Warner deservedly won two. He was all-time great. Hall of Famer. 
Peyton Manning then dominating MVPs through the early 2000s, winning five, deservedly so with the numbers he put up. Aaron Rodgers has already won two. Tom Brady has won three. So the NFL rewards the all-time greats with the MVPs. They reward them. And then they look at guys who are Hall of Fame guys who, who snag one, right? They snag one there. TD got one. Barry Sanders got one. Probably probably should have had two. LT got one. Adrian Peterson got one. But now we're looking and we're saying in the past recent years, we get closer here. Wait a minute. Matt Ryan's going to have one. Cam Newton's got one. Those guys aren't Hall of Fame guys. They're Hall of Very Good. They're Hall of Very Good. Patrick Mahomes, he gets his. But now we got Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's MVP is starting to look a lot like Matt Ryan and Cam Newton's. It's starting to look a lot like Russell Westbrook's and James Harden's. And Giannis, let's let's slow down. Let's slow down a little bit here. The MVP discussion should always start with who's the best player in the league. In the NFL, I'd argue right now, there's two guys, Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes, best players in the league. So let's start the MVP discussion with them. Who's having the better season? I'd argue right now, it's pretty close. It's darn close. They're one and two for me right now. Patrick is putting up better numbers, but he's doing it with more and a better coach. And he is the better player. But Russ, his numbers may not look as great. Turnovers higher. Win-loss record, not as many wins. A couple more losses, but he's doing it with a lot less. Same thing for, should be in the NBA. Who's the best player in the NBA? LeBron. Who's the second and third best? Katie and Steph. Okay. So what are they doing with what? You know, and it is a regular season award. So I do think if you in the NBA, it should count. It should, it should benefit you if you're not taking nights off and you are, you know, giving it your all. But I, I, I just let's, let's pump the brakes on. Oh my God. Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray. Yeah. He's got better numbers than Lamar Jackson through last year. Well, maybe we jumped the gun on Lamar Jackson being an MVP. Take a breath. Take a breath. Also, it should be known Lamar Jackson deserved the MVP last year, especially because Patrick Mahomes missed a lot of time. But maybe last year we should have stopped and said, maybe that should have been the year Russell got his. Or maybe that Matt Ryan year in 2016 should have been the year Russell got his. Put up great numbers in 2016. <sighs> Take a breath. Let's not let the MVPs just become about, ooh, that was fun this year. All-time greats deserve MVPs. Uh, the NFL historically rewards the all-time greats with MVPs, multiple MVPs. Uh, Patrick Mahomes certainly would not have any any qualm with me getting hit, uh, a second one this year and Russell Wilson getting a first one this year. Obviously, it's still early, a lot of, lot of football left. If you had to say who the other guys that are in the MVP conversation right now, Big Ben is hot on both of their heels, and I could argue Big Ben uh, is a guy that historically all-time great. If he gets an MVP this year, they're eight, they're eight, nine and zero. Oh, you know, continue on. Like, I'm okay with that. Certainly over Kyler Murray, and then I would put Aaron Rodgers on the outside, the outskirts of that discussion. Seven and two. If they can get a one seed, if he can get a one seed with that Packers uh, uh, bad run defense and uh, lack of weapons besides Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers could deserve a third 
And I, I wouldn't argue about that. But because we're talking about guys who are all time great. So look at the four people I just listened to my MVP conversation. All four of them Hall of Famers, first ballot. Okay? As soon as you start throwing Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson and Matt Ryans and the Cam Newtons and the Russell Westbrooks and the James Hardens, take a break. They're not all-time top 10 guys we're talking about here. So let's not let the NFL MVP become the NBA MVP. It's not about storylines. Who's the most valuable player in the NFL right now? There are four guys who are the most valuable, and they're all first ballot Hall of Famers. The list always should start with Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson. What are they doing? And let's go from there. All right, let's move on. Hespin headline number two. Hespin's headlines on the mark. Okay, NBA is off with a fervor. And we were talking about this last week. We were going to get a ton of NBA storylines, breaking news, um, because free agency, the draft, all happening very quickly. Um, I want to start with winners and losers. And I think there's already some clear winners, some clear losers, and there's still a lot of uh, undecided stuff. I mean, Gordon Hayward is out there right now. Uh, wherever Gordon Hayward signs with, for the most part, that's going to be a win for them. I, Gordon Hayward, very good player, especially if he can go into a roster where he's helping a young team get a playoff run. I'm hearing the Knicks, maybe Atlanta, or if he goes back to Boston. Uh, obviously, those are all wins. Um, uh, let's start with a – first off, the, the big winner for the NBA right now is the fans. Uh, the fans are always a winner in the NBA free agency. It's probably the most exciting thing about the NBA is the offseason. The, ooh, oh, we get to talk about James Harden possibly teaming up with, you know, KD. But specifically the fans are the winner because we get the play-in game. Uh, this was a news dump thing that a lot of you guys probably don't know about. I barely caught it. So if I barely caught it, I'm assuming you all probably didn't get it. Uh, the league uh, and its board of governors – Approved a play-in tournament. So listen to this. After the 72-game regular season is up this year, we're going to get a play-in tournament like we got in the bubble. So whoever the 7th and 8th seed are will play one game to determine who the 7th seed is. Even if they're separated by – even if the 7th seed has a lead on them by two or three games, they're going to play for that 7th seed one game, 7th seed. The loser of that game will play the winner of eight versus uh, of nine versus 10, excuse me, for the eighth seed. So you can be the 10th seed in the, in the East or the West and have a chance to end up in the eighth seed with playing games. That's going to be exciting. One off one basketball. Very, very exciting. So for these younger teams who maybe had a, a lull in the regular season and, and, and they're struggling, they could maybe end up in the playoffs and you could get some of these young stars, some exposure in the NBA playoffs and they get these exciting that, – that is going to be great basketball to watch. That's a win for us. Okay, let's start with what's a win for us. We're winners by getting this play in tournament. Uh, but then on the actual court winners, uh, let's start with the Lakers. Huge winners right now. Montrez Harrell, the sixth man of the year, they get him on a two-year deal. Really a one-year with a player option. Uh, Montrez, that says, says a lot that he didn't want to stay with the Clippers – uh, about the culture there and the and the Paul George you know disaster uh, in the playoffs, Montres Harold just stay in town, sign and and that instantly helps the Lakers because one of the things we talk about the Lakers uh, could struggle with Montres Harold. You sign him and then you sign Dennis Shooter, so you get two six men of the year guys. And instantly inject them into your roster. That is huge. Plus, you lose the Danny Green contract 
I, I love what the Lakers have done this offseason. They are the defending champs. No reason why they shouldn't still be favored. And you add two guys who can play big minutes for you in the regular season, in the playoff experience stuff. Montrez Harold, Dennis Shooter, huge, huge wins. You you now tell me you got Kuzma, LeBron, AD, plus Montrez Harrell and Schroeder. I love, 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 love that. Plus, you're getting a- Avery Bradley back uh, off of the COVID uh, restrictions, and he opted out. Love where the Lakers are at. Certainly my early favorite uh, going into this uh, this next year. Uh, another winner, in my opinion, the Suns. Phoenix Suns, how does the Sun Getting Chris Paul. You can team up Chris Paul with Devin Booker, Aiton. Love, love, love that young core already. Plus, you add Chris Paul. Well, you see what he did with Oklahoma City. Uh, he's still playing uh, at an all-NBA you know, caliber, uh, second, third team uh, player. Uh, if they could stay healthy, big, big upside for the Suns. That's huge for them. Because at this point for the Suns, it's not a long-term move. Booker and Aiton are still your guys long-term. But you need to start getting playoff experience. You need to start getting in these playoff series uh, to help convince free agents in the future and also just build that culture uh, and uh, keep uh, Booker and Aiton happy. Uh, the Pelicans, huge winners because you unload salary and you get a ton of picks in that Drew Holiday trade to build around Zion and Ingram, Alonzo uh, Ball, plus sneaky, sneaky, you also get Steven Adams now. Steven Adams is a great NBA player. Really, really a solid for an NBA team. Uh, he's a guy that can uh, instantly add to that roster. And now you're talking about Steven Adams and Zion, big guys, big boy basketball on the block. Uh, plus it frees up Drew Holiday, get the ball off his hands. Now you have more uh, playing time for the young guys. Uh, they're they're going to not have the star of Drew Holiday and that kind of veteran star. But I think Adams will help fill that veteran uh, void. Plus you just you build now around Brandon Ingram. Uh, and Lonzo Ball and, and Zion, and uh, I, I can't wait to watch the Pelicans. Young, athletic, adding a big guy like Steven Adams, and then a ton of picks to keep building around in the future. Get shooters for Zion. Uh, I, I just love where the Pelicans are at right now. 76ers, I would also say they're a winner. Uh, not only do they add shooters for Embiid, for Simmons, and Doc Rivers. Remember, they get Doc as a coach, veteran coach, to handle Embiid and Simmons, but now you add Danny Green, Seth Curry shooters, and they got rid of Al Horford's contract. I don't know how they did that. That horrible, horrible Al Horford contract. Daryl Morey already putting in the work as the new GM of the 76ers. 76ers are going to be, uh, if they can stay healthy, I really, really love the 76ers in the East to challenge Miami, to challenge Milwaukee. Um, the, the, the East is now getting pretty top-heavy, and it's going to be a knockdown, drag-out battle for those top four seeds in the East with 76ers, with uh, uh, the Celtics, uh, with Miami, with uh, Milwaukee. Uh, four, four very capable, uh, big-caliber teams to, to make a, a deep run. Uh, I love what the 76ers do. I'm so much high. I've been high on the 76ers because of talent alone. Now you add Doc, shooters, you get rid of that terrible Al Horford contract. Ooh, 
Look out for the 76ers. Now let's get to the losers. Obviously, let's start with the Rockets. They're a mess. You lose Covington. You bring Covington in by getting rid of Capella, who's a, a piece you build around. Now the Rockets have no size, and all of a sudden the NBA is all about size. Lakers have size. Suns have size. Uh, Mavs have size. Uh, Portland has size. In the West alone, you got a lot of teams with size. Uh, and then to get through the East, if you even make it to the finals, a lot of size in the East, obviously, with Giannis. Uh, 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 Miami's got size. Uh, we just talked about 76ers. They have a lot of size. This league is now becoming a lot about size. And you're a team that has no size. You have two stars that hate each other, don't want to play with each other. They both want out. I don't know what the Rockets could do. They're a mess. Uh, I think they're going to fall off the map here. They'll still ha- make a playoff run if, if they have Westbrook and Harden because they're too talented, those guys, and too prideful. But the Rockets seem to not want to budge unless they get offered a wow-me deal for either Harden or Westbrook, and I don't blame them because uh, you can't lose those two guys and just have nothing. I mean, they have nothing because they gave up so much to get Westbrook and to keep Harden happy, and now they're both not happy. Uh, they're a mess. They're an absolute mess. Uh, the Warriors are obviously losers. When you lose Clay Thompson, that's devastating. Devastating. Now, I, I really like I really like what the Warriors did in the draft, and I really do um, think James Wiseman is going to be a, a, a real player in the league. But, man, you lose Clay Thompson, that's just devastating. Yeah, Kelly Oubre will help soften that pull a little bit, and we'll see. Now, this could be a real chance for Steph to put the team on his back. They got some real pieces here now. Um, obviously losing Clay, I don't think they're a championship team, but if, if Steph can lead the Warriors to a top three seed and have a great year, he can put himself right back in the, yeah, hey guys, I'm one of the top three players in this league MVP discussion. And then finally, the I don't know, the Bucks. I, I listen, I love Drew Holiday. Really, really love Drew Holiday. I think he's a great player. I think the Bucks adding him with Giannis and Chris Middleton, uh, it certainly makes the Bucks more formidable in the short term. But long-term, if you're Giannis now, you say, we gave up so much to get this guy. Is Holiday and Middleton the guys that I can build multiple championships around and I want to sign? Now, I still think if I'm Giannis, I sign long-term with Milwaukee. Here's why. Because he's so young. People are so anal about getting Giannis a championship. He needs a championship. He needs a championship. He's got so many years to win a championship. He's not 34. He's not even 30. He's not even 28. He's 26. Sign your five-year max deal. Make that bank. Then, if you don't have a championship by the time that's done, go be the guy like KD did, and then let's find your championship. Why rush to the Warriors? Why rush to Miami? Why rush to win a championship now, 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 now? You could win a championship in Milwaukee, be a legend, and still leave Milwaukee with $300 million in the bank in six years. I think if you're Giannis, it's all about signing, staying, and trying to win. And if you don't win in five years, you'll be 30. You'll have had made uh, more money than anyone else. You'll have MVPs, and then you can go try to win a championship. I, if you're Giannis, I think it, I, I know what he should do, in my opinion. Uh, but I do think it does hurt their chances of winning championships two, three, four years in the line down from now. But they're, I think they're set up well right now. I, so I don't know how that move plays out. A lot of it all just depends on if you sign Giannis, then it's a win. Uh, that is Hespin Headline 1 and 2. 
A uh, lot of lot of great NBA talk. We'll have more of it over the next coming weeks. A uh, lot of winners, a lot of losers, and uh, we're all winners because the NBA has come back in, in literally like a month from tomorrow. It's just crazy. Uh, you're listening to the Market News Talk 1070 KHMO, the KHMO app, brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. Your week 11 NFL preview on the way. We're live and local. It's on the market. News Talk 1070 KHMO. You've got a lot of hometown news talk 1070 KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone. Feeling off balance? The problem might be in your ears. We can help. Call the VEDA helpline at 800-837-8428. Sponsored by the Vestibular Disorders Association. We are Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO. And the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. Ask them about their complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty. Huge Black Friday sales going on now at uh, Cunis Country, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you. It's new Palisades. They're doing huge deals, a year-end 2020 uh, blowout stuff. Tell them Mark sent you. CunisQuincy.com. Faith, family, giving back. Okay, so let's jump into it. Week 11 NFL preview. Let me first start by saying massive win for Seattle Thursday night. Russell was great. couple drop touchdown passes. Uh, he is carrying a team that if he even just gets that little bit of, uh, like, I mean, all the, it's kind of the opposite of the Bears, right? The, the Bears, if they could just get an offense that was like 18th ranked in the NFL, they'd be, they'd be a playoff team. Uh, Seattle, if their defense could just not be 31st, if they could be like 23rd, uh, they could they could legitimately be a one seed in the NFC and uh, huge win for them and and for Arizona again they're ahead of schedule so if you're an Arizona fan obviously you want to win these games but you still got to be feeling really good I mean this was a three year win team two years ago uh, they're still rebuilding and growing and Kyler's still so young and 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 I, and I love the trajectory they're on don't get me wrong uh, but. They're st- this is they're overachieving right now, and uh, and uh, I can't wait to see what that team's like in the future. Uh, but huge win for Seattle. That NFC West still far from over. Really, really tight race. Um, and I, I honestly think at this point in the NFC, you could argue that whoever wins the NFC West could be the favorite in the NFC, uh, especially with the Drew Brees injury right now. All right, Eagles Browns. Let's get it going. Um, listen, I'm, it's getting harder and harder for me to start defending Carson Wentz. I love Carson Wentz. I loved Carson Wentz. I still think, I, I, for some reason, he gets the feeling to me a little bit like he, he's just got to, he might just have to leave Philly. Like, he might just need a fresh start. And maybe it's when you'll just never get over that winning the Super Bowl with someone else. It just seems to me maybe like he needs a fresh start. Because I still feel like that guy has got way too much talent to be struggling this much. And it's kind of like Atlanta. Atlanta, ever since they lost 28 to three, it has felt like, you know what? They should just clean house. You can't, when you go through something like that, it almost just leaves such a stink. And I feel like there's a weird stink on Carson Wentz right now. I do like the, the Eagles this weekend against the Browns. If I had to bet, I would stay away from betting this game because the line is three and I, and I, I think it's a really close. I love Carson Wentz. Uh, Baker Mayfield uh, has not been great this year. It, they have been. They have been. Uh, he has been an ultimate game manager. 
I just think the Browns' run game is too much for Philly. I think they pound the run in bad weather in, in Cleveland. I think Cleveland wins this game, and, and Philly, their season just keeps just spiraling out of control. Uh, I'll take Cleveland to win. Uh, Saints and Falcons, this is going to be must-watch television. If they really are actually starting Taysom Hill, and he really plays the majority of the snaps, it will be must-watch television. Part of me feels as though this could be a big Sean Payton decoy. Like, Taysom Hill starts, gets the first series or two, and then they immediately turn it over to Jameis. And it, I just, it has a kind of feel like that. Like, hey, can we really shock Atlanta, come out, get up 10 nothing, a two really crazy, let's just unload all the Taysom Hill plays, um, and then we turn it over to Jameis. And if not, and if it's really Taysom Hill and he starts to struggle, what's the leash like for Taysom Hill? Uh, I'm fascinated to watch because this game is in New Orleans and because New Orleans is just a better team. I like New Orleans to win this game. I think it could be closer. I don't. The three and a half is tough. Uh, the line there. Uh, Atlanta might keep it into a field goal game. I might take Atlanta the points. I'll stay away from betting it. I think the Saints win outright. Uh, they're, they're, you know, if I bet money line, uh, I like the Saints to win this game. But it's going to just be a fascinating watch. Uh, Bengals football team. Um, better quarterback Bengals. Better team football team in Washington. I kind of like the Bengals here, though. I, I just think that Burrow, better team, he says all the right things. A better quarterback. I I, uh, I worry about the Bengals' offensive line versus that Washington front, but uh, something something just doesn't feel right about picking Washington. With I mean, I, I, let's just the Alex Smith story is incredible, but they're just not good. Like he, the, offensively, they just struggle. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Bengals to win this one in a weird upset, but not really upset. But it's gonna be a that's gonna be a again. You only watch that game because of Joe Burrow. A continued development of of Joe Burrow, who's been fantastic in his rookie season with nothing around him. Uh, Lions Panthers. No Teddy Bridgewater. No uh, Christian McCaffrey. If the Lions lose this game in Carolina, it's embarrassing for them. I'll take the Lions to win. Uh, the better quarterback. And uh, better offensive weapons right now. But I do think the Panthers are a better coach team. But I like the Lions. Uh, that makes no sense, I know. But no Teddy Bridgewater, no Christian McCaffrey. If the Panthers win that game, Matt Rule, a huge pen in the back for you. Uh, Steelers-Jags. The line is 10. Now, I have the the Steelers as my lock. If you're just betting money line, obviously the Steelers are going to win this game. But... If you're looking for a upset points-wise, Pittsburgh always plays down to their competition. This could be a seven-point game. If you're looking for a points bet, I might take the Jags. But if you're looking for just a lock, easy money line win, uh, Steelers, yeah, they'll take care of the Jags. Uh, Titans-Ravens. This is one of the must-watch games of the week. Loser of this game is like on the outside looking in in the AFC playoff picture. Really? You th- I'm dead serious. Baltimore or Tennessee, one of those two teams will already have four losses through 11 weeks. That's crazy. That is crazy because at the beginning of the season, these teams are both locks to make the playoffs, right? With how good the Bills, the Dolphins, the, the Raiders, and the Browns are playing right now, this AFC playoff picture is tight. It is tight, 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 tight. Must win game for both teams. 
Uh, I like the Ravens at home bouncing back. Oh, boy. Whoever loses this game, though, is on the outside looking in. Uh, For the Titans, if they lose, which I think they will, they have got to be praying for Green Bay to get a win. Praying for Green Bay, which we'll talk about here in a second. Patriots, Texans, if the Patriots want to make a playoff run, they have got to win this game. So I think they do win this game. I think Cam is finding his mojo back. We've got to remember, Cam missed like a whole month uh, with COVID. I mean, they had the bye, but then they had the two weeks of the COVID game. I, I, I think he's getting his rhythm back. They're playing better football, and they're establishing like, like who cares about our wide receivers? Let's just run the ball. Let's just be a power run team. And uh, that's what the Patriots are right now, and they're playing better defensively. I, I like the Patriots in this game. The Texans are just so badly coached right now, so disorganized, and you feel for Deshaun Watson, who's a great quarterback talent, uh, but it's just it's with an organization right now that is rudderless. Uh, so I'll take the Patriots in that game. Uh, Dolphins-Broncos, this seems like such a trap game for Miami. Miami is playing really well, 6-3, and 3-0 since Tua. Tua's looked very good. Uh, the Broncos... Not been playing well. Uh, Drew Locke has been all over the map. Bad, early, great, late. This game is in Denver. The weather thinks it's not going to be a factor. It's going to be chilly. Late start. See, I mean, I'll take the Dolphins. They're a better team, better coach team. But man, oh man, I might be bite. I might be kicking myself for not uh, taking the Broncos and upset. I'm just letting you know that's where my head's at. I'll take the Bron. I'll take the Dolphins, but ooh, that's. Not with a lot of confidence. I just feel like this could be a sneaky trap game. Uh, Jets, Chargers, this will be garbage. Uh, but again, you watch because of Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert's electric. This kid is a star in the making. Uh, the Chargers need to win this football game. You cannot lose at home to the Jets. You just can't. You can't, you can't, you can't. Uh, if, 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 uh, Anthony Lynn wants to keep his job, he must win this football game and it must be a convincing win. If it's close or they lose, Anthony Lynn is done, like D-O-N-E, done. Packers, Colts, again, like the uh, like the uh, Ravens and Titans, massive game for playoff uh, consideration for both teams. The Packers ha- are in the driving seat right now for the one seed with only the two losses in the NFC. Uh, huge game for them. They are underdogs at ho- on the road to Indy. And there's a reason why. Indy is the type of team that beats a team like the Packers up because the Packers don't play physical football. Packers have a huge hedge in the quarterback. Indianapolis has a huge edge in physicality. I'm going to take the Colts to win this game. Uh, this is my toss-up, but I will lean Colts. I, I am sorry. I, I As much as I know Aaron Rodgers is playing amazing football and, I, and Aaron Rodgers is brilliant, don't we got to trust our eyes? We've seen the Packers play physical football teams, and they get manhandled. So until that changes, I have to just go with what I've seen this year. The Colts are going to uh, try to be physical, and if they can be physical, which they definitely can with that offensive line and their defensive line with Brockers and uh, Darius Leonard, the linebacker, if they can be physical, they're going to win this game. The problem is. They can lose this game because Philip Rivers can just go on a roller coaster and throw like three picks and be a nightmare. It's going to be a fun game to watch. Must watch in America's Game of the Week. Cowboys-Vikings, again, for the Vikings, this is a huge game for Mike Zimmer. Uh, if you want to, 
you know, really solidify that you have your job is safe and that your Vikings team can make a playoff run because they're one of the two teams in the NFC right now. Uh, they're on the outside looking in. I think them and the Bears that have any sort of slight chance to make the playoffs got to win this game. Must win game. I think they do. I think Dalvin Cook has a big game against the absolutely dreadful Cowboys defense. I'll take the Vikings this game. Chiefs, Raiders, Sunday night football. Oh, man, this is juicy. This is juicy, right? Um, only lost the season right now for the Chiefs is the Raiders. The Raiders, you heard about it all. They did the victory lap around uh, Arrowhead. Um, listen, the, the Chiefs, I think, are the best team in football. So I'm going to take them to win this game. But I do think this game is closer than you think. The Raiders are built to play the Chiefs frisky. They don't turn the ball over a ton. They play physical football offensively. They want to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hand. Time of possession. Derek Carr doesn't turn it over too much. Doesn't make crazy, stupid mistakes. Um, they can beat you over the top with speed. Big playability. I just think that the problem is for the Raiders' defense stopping the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs' offense does match up well. And I do think the Chiefs have some motivation. And Mahomes knows, too. This is the time of the year. The wide, the MVP race is wide open. We want that one seed. Uh, Pittsburgh is going to eventually try to probably lose the game. We want to uh, keep pace with them. I think the Chiefs win. I love the over in this game of 57. Uh, I don't like the line of eight and a half. I think it's I think it's close then. I think it's a touchdown or field goal uh, loss for the uh, for the Raiders. Certainly one possession. Can't wait to watch that Sunday night in that beautiful stadium uh, in Vegas. Finally, Rams Bucks. This is a f- so obviously Chiefs Raiders, Colts uh, Packers. And then uh, uh, Baltimore, Tennessee, and this is the fourth great game of the weekend, Rams-Bucks. And I think it's going to be a great game. Why I think the Bucks win this game is because when Jared Goff is uncomfortable, the Rams are out of sync. They get out of sync. And now no Whitworth. He's on IR. Bucks defensive line can make the Rams uncomfortable. It's in Tampa. The weather's not going to be a factor. I think this is a close game. That line four, I think it's right around there. Field goal type game. I think it's a fun game to watch. I think these both teams explosive plays, but I do think the Bucks will make Jared Goff more uncomfortable than the Rams will make Tom uncomfortable. And that's saying something. I I I think they're both going to be uncomfortable. I think Aaron Donald loves to show up on prime time. I'll take the Bucks. I think they see they have a window of opportunity here with Drew Brees uh, being out. And the Bucks. I think they know they have got to be a, a, a three or four loss team and win that. The, the, the first round by and or having home uh, playoff games is so important. Tom knows that. I like the Bucks, but this is going to be a fun game. I could be kicking myself. There's a couple games I could be kicking myself. I like the Bucks, but I could easily see the Rams winning. I like the Baltimore, but I could easily see Tennessee winning. Um, what, a, what a couple others I said. I mean, I like the Dolphins. I could easily see the Broncos winning. There's going to be some good games here. I like the Colts. I could easily see the Packers winning. A lot of tight games, a lot of fun games. That's why it's the NFL is the, is the king. It's, it's just so much fun to talk, bet, and watch. All right, that's your Week 11 preview. This is On the Mark, brought to you by Cutest Country, Honda Hyundai, Faith family getting back. When we come back, let's look at the college football slate today.
You've got a lot. The coronavirus outbreak is stretching the coping capacity of even the best prepared countries. Yet the world has barely begun to come to grips with how coronavirus threatens the world's poorest communities. Send a care package at carepackage.org to those who need it most. These care packages will ensure hygiene supplies, hand washing stations, and drinkable water gets to people most in need. Visit carepackage.org to send a care package today. Hey, Sean Hannity here, encouraging you all to stay up to the minute on all the information on the coronavirus pandemic. Listen to my show. Go to my website, Hannity.com, staying in touch with your local health professionals and most of all, listening to this great radio station. By staying informed, we will stop the spread of coronavirus. Has your business grown? The forecast area today, 62 for your high. Northwest winds, 5 to 15. Tonight's slight chance for rain. Cloud cover, 39 for your low and breezy winds. Saturday, rain likely throughout the day. Our highs warm into the upper 40s. Rain ending early on Sunday. Cloud cover, high of 47. Currently, 55 degrees. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO. Brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. They have over 3,000 new news vehicles to choose from. They have amazing Black Friday deals going on right now. The best decision I made this year was buying my vehicle from Cunis Country. Go to CunisQuincy.com. Faith, family, giving back. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you. All right, so look at the college football slate really quickly here today. Bummer, we just got the word Clemson, Florida State uh, can postponed. Um, a couple of the other big games, were so te- Texas A&M, Ole Miss postponed. Uh, Texas, Kansas postponed. A couple of Big Ten games postponed. But do had a lot of good games still on the slate, starting with Indiana and Ohio State. I think Ohio State, uh, number nine, Indiana, number three, Ohio State. Ohio State, uh, if they want a chance to move up the rankings here, this has got to be a show-me win, a blowout win. Uh, they'll be fine as long as they win. Those They're going to be in the top four. But this is one of their few chances remaining now because of the disaster that's been for Michigan and some of the other teams of the Big Ten this year that they're still on their schedule. Uh, this is one of their few chances to like put up style points, if that makes sense. Also, really, really excited uh, for one of the games this afternoon. An undefeated number 19 Northwestern hosting undefeated Wisconsin number 10. Same thing for Wisconsin. They don't get to play Ohio State. So for them to have a chance, an outside chance, they got to go undefeated. And Northwestern being undefeated, this is a chance for them to put up big style points in this game. It's a trap game for Wisconsin, and Northwestern plays them tough. And I'm a Northwestern guy. I love Northwestern. One of my three favorite college football teams to root for. Uh, so I cannot wait for that game, 2.30. Uh, that's going to be one to fun. Keep our eyes on. Uh, in the late slate, not a ton of great stuff, uh, especially uh, as far as ranked games go uh, or playoff implications. But I will say this. Uh, I think the college football playoff is already set. As long as, as, long as the teams that one through four went out, it's set. And even if Alabama loses, I think they're still in. If Ohio State loses, they may fall out of the top four. But I think it's set. With Notre Dame's win, uh, Clemson to one loss, and Ohio State and Alabama, I think that's our college football playoff uh, as long as they all win out. I think it's so. I don't think there's too much drama going on, but there's some good games and some tough matchups still to watch. And uh, I'm very excited to watch uh, Wisconsin Northwestern coming up later this afternoon. Final break when we come back. Final thoughts. Uh, I gotta quickly tell you the Bears have broken my brain. It's on the market. News Talk 1070 KHMO. You've got a lot of and the free KHMO mobile app. 
You're listening on the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. Ask them about their complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty. Stop in today. Black Friday deals going on right now at Cunis Country. Tell them Mark sent you 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country. CunisQuincy.com. All right. Last minute here. I do want to say uh, the Bears have broken my brain. I don't know what they should do. A lot of people, you know, they look, they look to me and they say, Mark, what, what do the Bears need to do? What's going on? I think in the short term, they have got to go back to Trubisky because we now know that without the offensive line, no matter we, – we, Matt Nagy's offense, it's hard to judge. Obviously, Nagy and Pace are fighting for their futures right now. And their futures are bent on, can you finish the season now 9-7, and 10-6, and six, Make a playoff run. And the best way to do that is with Trubisky. Now, fans may say the best thing for the organization is to end up 5-11 and with only five wins and you have a better chance to draft, move up for a Justin Fields, a Trey Lance, something like that. I would argue my biggest concern with starting over and getting rid of Pace and getting rid of Nagy is this defense is still ready to go and will still be a Super Bowl caliber defense next year. So... The Bears, by winning, could put themselves in a position to maintain everything, make some improvements on the offensive line. They now know. I mean, Pace is not stupid. I, I mean, he's made some stupid decisions. But you now know the most. all you have to do in the offseason, if you're the Bears, is get an offensive line and get a lot of depth at the offensive line, work on the offensive line, sign Allen Robinson, you have weapons, you have then you offensive line, keep the defense, maybe tweak a couple little things, help the pass rush out a little bit, find a better replacement for Akeem Hicks because he can't stay healthy all the time. He's going to miss some games. And then can you lure a quarterback? Can you get a Darnold, a, a Stafford, uh, a Jimmy Garoppolo, a win-now guy and go from there? And then see what that's like for a year or two. Can you make a Super Bowl run? You have a Super Bowl defense. If not, uh, yes, the best thing to do is then is to go into the tank and rebuild. But, man, you're going to waste Cleo Mack. You're going to waste Roquan Smith. You're going to waste Eddie Jackson. You're going to waste Kyle Fuller. And those guys, that's win now. That's a win now defense. So if, if you had to push me to say what's the best thing for the Bears to do, keep trying to win. Keep trying to win. And Pace and Nagy have got to right the ship and 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 get an offensive line and get the quarterback position solved in the offseason. Go back to Trubisky ASAP. That's going to do for On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. I will see you next weekend. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. No, I won't see you next week. It's Thanksgiving. So enjoy your Thanksgiving. Have a good one, everyone. You've got a lot of... Not inability. A person's ability may be different, but still an ability. No matter one's race or age, no matter one's physical or mental condition, we all have limitless possibilities. For more than 100 years, Easter Seals has helped the one in four people with disabilities in America live, work, learn, and play. I'm Angela Williams, CEO of Easter Seals. Visit EasterSeals.com to help. Your home for Sean Hannity is KHMO Hannibal, America's hometown news talk 1070 and streaming through the free KHMO mobile app.